Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, March 1st, 2024. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. I'm coming to you solo today because stuff. There's just stuff. Everybody's schedule gets in the way, and I wasn't here yesterday, so I wanted to make sure that I was at least here to take you into the weekend. But we've got a lot of very interesting things going on in the show today that I cannot wait to talk about. But of course, we have so much more happening over on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. I was out on Wednesday, went out to Sarasota from my home in, in Orlando to visit with our friend Mary Lou Henner. We did an interview that'll show up in Patreon over the weekend that was talking all about her experiences and her career doing Hallmark movies. She is getting ready to go up and shoot two back-to-back Hallmark movies and then another one over the summer. That'll put her, I forget what the number was, in the like the 31 to 33 range in terms of the number of Hallmark movies. So you know I had a lot of questions. We dug deep into that. So if you want to hear that, head over to Patreon and sign up at the mezzanine tier or above. But let's get into the news. And yesterday, something that I am not 100% sure that I ever thought would actually happen, actually happened. And that is the fact that Forbidden Broadway is coming to Broadway. The long-running parody musical series created by Gerard Alessandrini will set up shop at the Helen Hayes Theater beginning on July 29th. It is set to run all the way through November 1st. The show itself is called Forbidden Broadway on Broadway, colon, Merrily We Stole a Song, which is a great name, especially with the fact that Merrily We Roll Along will just have wrapped up its Broadway run before Forbidden Broadway takes to the boards. The show will have a five-person cast, which will be announced, and that includes an onstage pianist, but they will also welcome weekly guest stars, which I think is one of the great things about Forbidden Broadway, that they were able to bring people in and out. There are tons of names who have been a part of Forbidden Broadway fairly regularly over the decades, but there's also folks that have been in various Forbidden Broadway productions that we also know from musical theater and and probably a lot of folks who would love to do one of these shows. So I'm very excited to see what this looks like when it ends up on a Broadway stage. The show will have spoofs, of course, of Sondheim revivals of Sweeney Todd, Into the Woods, Company, and Merrily We Roll Along, but they will also be lampooning new shows as well, including The Great Gatsby, The Notebook, Water for Elephants, Hell's Kitchen, and Back to the Future. I kind of see what all of those shows have to do with each other. You might remember that Merrily We Stole a Song played at a cabaret venue, the, the Green Fig, Manhattan's Green Fig. We talked about that back in November. This will be that version of the show. Obviously, maybe a little bit more uh, production value since it is on Broadway. I, I did notice that on social media on Thursday, there were a number of people trying to draw connections between the fact that this show was going into the Helen Hayes Theater, which is owned by Second Stage. And some of the issues that we know that Second Stage has had recently, of course, we have spoken about the fact that they are letting go of their off-Broadway home, the Tony Kaiser Theater, due to the fact that the essentially the rent was too high and, and, and they didn't have the money to do the renovations that they were contractually obligated to do because the lease actually says that the tenants are responsible for those kinds of updates. I, I don't think that's the case here. For the last two summers, the Hayes has been rented out to other shows. You remember that the Kite Runner played there during the summer of 2022, and then the summer of 2023 was the Cottage. It is almost essentially the same schedule. Those shows ran from the end of July into late October. And this essentially is the same thing just with the the schedule moving. It goes to November 1st instead. So this is pretty much on schedule for them to have 
a show come in and rent out the space during the summer. That does, of course, mean that Mother Play, the new Paula Vogel show that will be taking over there in April, cannot run any longer than, say, probably early July. They might be able to push it depending on what the sets are like, but that won't be able to extend any further than that. So it will be a fairly limited run for that show that features three incredible stars, Jessica Lane, Jim Parsons, and my fave Celia Keenan-Bolger. Sticking on Broadway, we got a report from Deadline's Baz Bama Boy, who talked about the fact that the new West End musical Standing at the Sky's Edge is apparently aiming to come to Broadway. The show played a sold-out run at the National Theater last year, won a bunch of awards, and Baz had previously talked about the fact that a number of production companies were looking to turn it into a TV series. Baz goes on to talk about the fact that the Schubert Organization's CEO, Robert Wankel, had visited the show and said that he was enraptured by it and noted that, as Baz said, quote, he left in a merry mood. Who knows what this means about the show's future, but this is one that has garnered uh, quite a bit of attention over in the UK. It has kind of had a, a difficult production just because it originally played in 2019 and then had started to gain momentum. And then, of course, the pandemic happens. During the shutdowns, it worked out a deal with the National Theater to play the Olivier, and then now it's coming to the West End proper. It opened on Wednesday at the Gillian Lynn Theater. So this is one to keep an eye on. This show won the 2023 Olivier Award for Best New Musical and features songs by the legendary singer-songwriter Richard Hawley, and it is set in Hawley's hometown, home city of Sheffield. It is described as both hilarious and gut-wrenching, and it charts the hopes and dreams of three generations over the course of six tumultuous decades, navigating universal themes of love, loss, and survival. All right, let's take a break real quick to talk about one of our sponsors for this week, Factor. I am sitting here, this is no joke, I am sitting here, as I was preparing for the show, I was eating, you can hear my my plate and fork over here, I was eating my dinner for tonight, and it was the delicious dill-crusted chicken and cheddar broccoli grits, it's not actually grits, it's broccoli made to look like grits, and roasted green beans with lemon garlic butter. It was absolutely delicious. I love Factor, I cannot tell you, this is not hyperbole. Factor meals have changed my life in a lot of ways because I tend to be somebody who gets very focused on what I'm doing. When I'm working, I don't like to take time out to spend 15, 20, 25 minutes preparing something, cooking it, cutting up fruits and vegetables and all that stuff. I wanna just be able to sit and do my work. Oftentimes that leads me to just snacking on stuff that I shouldn't be eating as much of it as I am. So Factor Meals, because they are so fast, they are so easy and they are so delicious, let me stay focused on the work that I'm doing but also give me something that's delicious and nutritious. All of Factor's meals are dietitian approved and chef crafted. They give you 35 different options every week. They rotate between 55 and 60 meals, but they are all delicious and you can go through and find the things that matter to you. And you can also get snacks, smoothies, breakfast items, so many things. I love the smoky bacon and cheddar egg bites. So with Factor, there's no prep, there's no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, no cooking, or no cleanup needed. So if that sounds like something that you need in your life, and trust me, if you are anything like me, you absolutely do, head to factormeals.com broadway50 and use code broadway50 to get 50% off. That's code broadway50 at factormeals.com broadway50 to get 50% off. 
right, let's get back into the news and talk about some show and casting news. This one concerns a new play by playwright Tawny O'Dell called Windows. It will make its world premiere for just three days at Town Hall in Manhattan. Under the direction of Mitchell Maxwell, the show will run from March 25th through the 27th, and it will have a pretty incredible cast. The show will feature Avantika, who recently played Karen Smith in the Mean Girls movie musical, Craig Bierko, Tony Danza, Aaron Dark, Jeffrey Donovan, Tova Feldshoe, Adam Cantor, Caroline McCormack, Jesse Nager, and the absolutely incredible Tanya Pinkins. Windows was adapted from the podcast Closing the Distance, which was performed and recorded during the early days of lockdown. According to press notes, the play apparently brings to light the enormous changes that have watched over us all during the past three years. So this is coming up in just a little over three weeks. Tickets are on sale now. We will have more information in the show notes. But man, that is an incredible cast. Speaking of fairly iconic collections of talent, yesterday Broadway Cares announced a new slew of stars that will be joining Broadway backwards when it heads to the new Amsterdam Theater on March 11th. The newly announced stars include recent Broadway radio guest Julie Benko, Todd Buonapane, Norbert Leo Butts, Lynn Carew, Bradley Dean, Darius DeHaas, Robin DeJesus, Joshua Henry, Tony Yazbek, the Broadway inspirational voices, and more. We already knew that such stars like Shoshana Bean, Jonathan Bennett, Titus Burgess, Jordan Fisher, Ariel Jacobs, Casey Likes, John McGinty, Shobin Orion, Alex Newell, Courtney Reed, Jelani Remy, Lilius White, Constance Wu, and Chimp Zion would be performing. So this looks to be like an absolutely unbelievable group of talent. And of course, as a reminder, all of the proceeds from this event, which will be hosted by Jen Colella, go to Broadway Cares, Equity Fights, AIDS, and New York City's Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transgender Community Center. And finally, in this section, just a few days after it officially opened on Tuesday night at the Public Theater, the Off-Broadway Theater Company has announced that Itamar Moses's The Ally has received a second extension. It began previews on February 15th, and it will now play through March 24th. The show is directed by Lila Neugebauer and features Josh Radner as a college professor who is thrown into conflict when he is asked to sign a social justice manifesto. All right, let's take one more quick break to talk about our sponsor for this week, BetterHelp. A lot of us spend so much of our lives just wishing that there were more than 24 hours in a day, wishing that there was something that we could do to give ourselves more time to do all of the things that we want to do. The question is, what are the things that you wanted to do? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you figure out what matters the most to you so you can make sure that you do that more. Therapy at its core is designed to help you figure out how to live your best life. Whether that's from learning positive coping skills to setting boundaries, it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It's not just for those who have dealt with major trauma or going through something specifically at this time. But when it comes to finding a balance in your life to let you do the things that you want to do, having somebody who can help you work through your thoughts and your emotions is invaluable. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to fit your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and if that person doesn't work, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Broadway today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Broadway. 
All right, got a few more things that we need to get through before we wrap up the show, but this one is very, very cool, especially if you, like me, loved the TV show The Americans because the stars of that show and who they are a couple in real life, Matthew Reese and Carrie Russell, will star in the reading of a new play called Dear Mr. Thomas, a new play for voices. This will take place at the 92nd Street Y on May 14th, and it is a play centered on iconic Welsh poet Dylan Thomas. This one-act show was written by Christopher Monger, and it was especially commissioned by the 92nd Street Y, and it details the backstory of Thomas's iconic play Under Milkwood, which actually premiered at the 92nd Y on May 14th, 1953. So this will be taking place 71 years after that show premiered in the very same venue. The show also details the poet's time living in New York and Wales in the early 1950s. Tickets are available now from just $30, and the event will actually take place on International Dylan Thomas Day, perfectly timed. Uh, there will be additional actors in the show, and those casting announcements will happen in the near future. We've talked quite a bit recently about how shows are working to keep their fans engaged and interacting with the show, even when it is not actually just the show itself. And yesterday, Water for Elephants announced a series of talkbacks that'll be taking place on Saturdays for the next month. They begin on March 2nd, and they're being called the Tent Talkbacks, because if you haven't figured this out yet, Water for Elephants takes place in a circus, and they will run through April 6th, and they will feature members of the creative team in moderated 15-minute post-show discussions about the development and creative process of the show. All of the talkbacks are free to attend for any audience member on March 2nd, 9th, 30th, and April 6th. They will take place after the matinees. I think as people start to see this, I've heard it is just a visual thrill to see this show, not only from the fact, as we talked about, it is set in a circus, so you've got all of those stunts, but apparently they do some incredible puppetry stuff as well for all of the animals in the circus. So I have a feeling that these talkbacks will be very, very informative and pretty exciting to be a part of. All right, let's get into the feel-good recommendation for today. And this is an incredible sneak peek at four songs from the upcoming Broadway production of Suffs. The entire company did a press preview earlier this week, and they did four songs, but two of them were new, completely written for the Broadway run that were not in the off-Broadway run at the Public Theater in 2022. The songs included are The March, which is the entire company, Great American Bitch, which is sung by a collection of folks, including Shayna Taub and Hannah Cruz, This Girl, performed by Jen Colella, and Keep Marching, featuring Taub and the entire company. Great American Bitch and Keep Marching are new songs that are being added for the Broadway run. I'm, I'm really excited about this one. You, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I liked the show Off-Broadway. I thought it had a lot of promise, but I just didn't think it hit all the right marks. Lee Silverman is still the director. She did the show at the Public Theater, but a lot of the other creative team members were replaced, whether it was their choice or the production's choice, I don't know. There are many of the same cast members, some of the ones I mentioned, but also Nikki M. James, Grace McLean, Anastasia McCleskey, and others. But there are some new folks as well, including Emily Skinner. So I'm really looking forward to this. I'm, I'm optimistic that they can figure this out because I think if they took the time over the last year and a half, two years to get this figured out, that it could be a really, really incredible show. And from the word on the street of things that I haven't seen yet, this best musical race is sounding incredible. And I really had thought it was going to be just a one horse race with Limpica for a long time, just because I kind of had dismissed 
this show because I thought it was good but not great off-Broadway. And then everything else was kind of just, to me, not super interesting IP. But if you've listened to some of the Patreon shows, you know that I thoroughly enjoyed The Notebook. And I've heard great things about The Outsiders and Water for Elephants, too. So this could be a really interesting spring with all of these shows if they end up being as good as I think they can be. All right, everybody, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway And you can follow me on Instagram at Matt. Again, thank you for listening. Check out our Patreon episode where my conversation with Mary Lou Henner will be coming up over the weekend. Have a wonderful Friday, a wonderful weekend, and we'll be back to talk to you on Monday.